All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Time for part two of Mike Vernon, our full-length sit-down with the recently anointed Hall of Famer, part of that 2023 class. You can find him now, his his mug on the wall at the Hall of Fame in Toronto. Reminding you, all our broadcasts do come to you live from the Tower Studios here in Marta Loop. Tower Dodge, Ram, Chrysler, it's Calgary's favorite Chrysler dealer. You can find them at 10901 McLeod Trail South. Let's get started with part two with Mike Vernon. How did your time come to an end? Because uh, you sort of alluded to it. The early 90s, there were still very good teams, but you had some disappointing first-round exits as a group. And then star players started, okay, there goes, you know, there's a McInnes, uh, Neuendijk, Roberts. They all, it was all sort of different time, but suddenly all those pieces of that championship team were gone in the mid-90s. I knew my days were numbered um, when Doug Risebrough came in because – I was on a contract. My contract was up. Okay. And so we're, and anybody's contract was up. They got, he got rid of previously. So (laughs) pretty good track record. I kind (laughs) of knew the writing was on the wall, (laughs) but I, he always said, well, I can't trade you your numbers. Well, I think by Christmas I had 20 wins or something like that. I was playing really well. And we were just huge contract dispute. Like, Big gap. Well, <laughs> he, he called a meeting with my agent at six in the morning at the Western Hotel. My agent's at one end, Doug Risebow's at the other, and I'm in the middle, and they're going at each other. And I just go, Larry, stop. I look over to my right, Doug Risebow, and says, listen, you don't want me here? I don't want to be here anymore. Trade me. And I got up, and I walked out. That was, he chased me down the hall, riser. And I just said, no. And that was a result of the negotiation probably? Yeah, I said, there was a lot of F words going back and forth. And then I left. My agent calls me up after. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really awesome. That was great. Yeah. And you got in your car, you're like, shit. (laughs) What did I do now? What did I just do? It was interesting. So then I go to the rink and it's like, I'm dragging my butt because I've been up. I played the night before. I'm dragging my butt. And the boys are like, Fernie, what the heck's going on? Because I'm pretty jubilant the next day. And you're up at 530 for this meeting. I'm not a roller coaster. I'm pretty even keeled. And boys are like, what's going on? 
well, what's what's up? He goes, oh, you guys, you won't believe what just happened. I had the biggest FU fight with a general manager I've ever. And they go, no. I said, yes. And they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> so it got to Dave King. And Dave King was the coach at yeah. the time. He calls me in. He goes, what the, what's going on? And I said, well, I'm in a contract dispute. And he goes, you go home and get your rest. And, you know, because I was playing and he like he liked me i was his guy right now mm -hmm. and dave king went up there and he says you can't talk to him anymore and everything mm -hmm. else and oh yeah the contract dispute it was it was something and then uh i get a phone call from uh doc seaman in hawaii don't worry your contract's going to be done okay thanks doc end of story progressed did all of that played the rest of the year um, and then I got hurt at the end of the year in playoffs and then, uh, my ankle, I couldn't play and we lost out to, uh, LA or something like that. And then the summer Doug Riseborough said he wasn't going to trade me. I got married that year and four days before my wedding, uh, well, Doug Riser announced the trade at, after the draft with the Red Wings. Scotty Bowman phones me up and goes, oh, I just traded for you. And that. he said, it was the weirdest trade I've ever been part of. I go, what are you talking about? He said, I traded for you for two weeks ago, but he didn't want me to announce it. Oh. It was really strange. And I'm like, why would he do that? Like, it doesn't matter. It's the summer. It's just July. right for your wedding. That's when he wanted to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's just whatever. So... At my wedding, you know, I just like, it was, well, then the wedding happened and I was traded. So that morning, my buddy goes out and gets me Red Wing hats. <laughs> and I got half the flame organization at my wedding and I walk out with this, okay? It's just, oh my God. It's so anyway, it was, yeah, crazy times. Nerve wracking to get traded, but awkward seeing as you're a Calgary boy, played no, Almost all your life in Calgary. And yeah, but you know what? I just what it was time. I played nine years yeah. here, and it was just you know they say you're supposed to trade change your job every seven. That's the real world. But anyway, I I welcomed it. Yeah, I just I was under a microscope here, mm -hmm. and uh, I just got married. I think that would have been uh, it was the best thing for our marriage just to get away from Calgary, yeah. and it was just her and I and the, my dog, and we went to Detroit. We enjoyed it thoroughly. I played three team. years there, and it was great. Great team and uh, great ownership and lived in a nice little area called Birmingham, and it was awesome. I uh, loved it. Scotty Bowman stories? Oh, I got lots of them. I got lots. So, okay, you're at 94, 95. <laughs> where do you want to start? Well, start at the beginning. So you, you get there, how much you know about Scotty, and where are the wings at? And from there, well... <laughs> You hear a lot about Scotty Bowman because of the Montreal, the history, and Larry Robertson, and they probably could have won two more if it wasn't for Scotty Bowman. I heard that <laughs> saying. Um, and then I knew that Scotty was in Pittsburgh when Bob Johnson was there. And Scotty came in to relieve Badger, but Badger was still alive. They talked a lot. And uh, everything was in play in Pittsburgh, and then they went on and win and things like that. And I think Scotty looked at that and – he started to change his mentality a bit and how he looked at the game. And he, he, he was, he highly regarded uh, Badger Bob. Yeah. Cause when I went to Detroit, we talk about Badger a lot and uh, he really looked up to Badger and that, that was something for Scotty Bowman. And uh, I remember after one of the exhibition games, I said, Scotty, I said, you don't need a goalie. You need a system. <laughs> 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 and and steve i said he scotty looks at steve he goes what do you think he's just i think he's right because <laughs> they just won the president's trophy the year before they lost to san jose in that eight spot they had a powerhouse team they have a good Paul team Coffey, right sergey fedorov cicerelli keith primo, primo. ray shepherd oh. steve eiserman kozlov lidstrom like it's I quite a list a lot of hall of famers there <laughs> It's unbelievable. So we started to implement a bit of a system. 
uh, and things like that. And we just had good years. And yeah, the first year we got went to Stanley Cup playoffs and got knocked out four straight by Jersey, who's a very disciplined, good hockey club. In the finals. Yes, in the yeah. finals. Um, the next year comes Osgood was playing the playoffs and stuff like that. We lost, I think it was Colorado we lost to. You would have lost to Colorado because yeah. they beat us in the final there. Yeah. And so uh, the third year. But that, sorry, I have to stop you because that second year that you were in Detroit, didn't they set a record for wins that yeah, year? Yeah, something like that. Like, it was crazy. One was of the teams of all 60, time. Like, and you and a young goalie, Osgood, at that Osgood, point, yeah. nice tandem. But Ozzy was playing most of the games in the first half. I'd get thrown in the odd time. And then it was uh, – and i just work hard, be supportive. Um, and then it was uh, the the new year in February. You know, it's he's, Scotty comes up and says, yeah, you're going to start playing a lot more. Just get yourself ready. And then it was towards the end of February, May, he says, you know, you're my guy. I go, what do you mean? No, I'm going with you. You're my guy. So I said, oh, okay. So I'm his guy in playoffs. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't. I got to, okay, do this. We lose the first game to St. Louis 2-1. I'm going, oh, I'm done. <laughs> He's not going to put me back in the net. And he put me back into the net. And then we... Can, we won and it went whatever. We won the Stanley Cup. I was 16 and four, I think. <laughs> that yeah, playoff. The, the 1.76 goals yeah. against a 9.27 save percentage. That was 1997 Conn Smythe Trophy. Yeah. You weren't a young man, but those are the best numbers you put up in any playoff. Yeah. It was pretty bizarre. I was talk about being in his own. We played Anaheim and Solani between Solani and Paul Korea. I think they, the two of them had like, we went into overtime with those guys, like two and three extra periods. Oh, it was, it was like we played seven games. Yeah. If you add up all the, and th these guys would have 10 shots in each. It was crazy. <laughs> and they were good. They were so good, but it was, we had a good team and it was uh, it, like you said in the zone and I was zoned in and, I had lots of energy, well-rested. It was awesome. I, I, it was one of my prouder moments, I guess, as a player. Every day on Barn Burner, the Pinder Report is brought to you by Village Honda. Village Honda has new Hondas arriving daily and has a huge pre-owned inventory. With over 70 used vehicles on site and access to over 400 more in their dealer group. All makes, all models, all budgets. It's award-winning service, a top-rated team, Village Honda is your dealership for life. Located in the Northwest Auto Mall and online at villagehonda.com. The Hearing Loss Clinic was opened in 1993 with a simple mission, make a positive difference in the lives of our clients. It's never been about hearing loss or hearing impairment. It's been about empowering you to be socially active or more connected with loved ones and confident in every aspect of your life. Men and women of all ages and of course children can suffer from hearing loss too. There can be serious health risks that are linked to untreated hearing loss, and you can get a peace of mind at four Calgary locations, Shaughnessy, University District, Northwest in the Crowfoot Business Center, and in the North Hill Professional Offices. If you've got issues with your hearing, come visit one of their four Calgary locations for an evaluation. They're the 2022 Chamber of Commerce Professional Services Excellence Award winner. Visit one of their three locations in BC. You can find them at Cranbrook, Creston, Fernie, Golden, and Invermere. Famous people that have swung by the hearing loss clinic, John Huffnagel, Lanny McDonald, Haley Wickenheiser, Peter Marr. It's worked for them and it can work for you. Check out their social streams on Twitter at The Hearing Loss or on Instagram at The Hearing Loss Clinic. Con Smythe, what did that mean? Or was it, screw it, This you got over the hump with this team? You know, that was, I was know, that, that was sorry. nice. Is the Con Smythe nice, like, <clears throat> but the cup's sitting there and you're like, this is, thank you. Well, it <laughs> I don't was... want to disrespect the fact that this is the Con Smythe, but... <laughs> well, give it's, me that one. It, it's funny, but it's uh, that's that's a bit of the selfish trophy, I call. But it was for me. It was I could still do it. Yeah, I could still play in the NHL. I can still achieve this. So that was kind of that for me. And 
it was it was it was nice but uh in saying all those trophies uh i think i'm more well known for the fight with patrick waugh yeah for sure because people bring that up all the time I, do you know that i won two cups <laughs> what no dad him no <laughs> so the patrick waugh fight <laughs> where where was that rivalry when you showed up in detroit and I believe it was the day you got your 300th win was when you scrapped them. Like what a, yeah, that was an incredible crazy. night. I didn't even realize that until later. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, that was one of my worst games I played. Really? Well, I let in like five goals in two, <laughs> two periods and I was awful. And the boys in the third period after the fight and everything else, I was fatigued because fighting for 20 seconds <laughs> i was so done i don't know how these guys do it for a living because it was it's ridiculous right all that gear boys can't said, compare it to anything yeah, yeah it's so anyway that was done and then i uh i get it i'm in the dressing room i'm on my stool i'm taking my stuff off ozzy comes in and goes you gotta go back on the ice i said i i left the crease i got in a fight i have to be thrown out of the game no you're not he goes they you're on the ice so I get back out there and step on the ice and the crowd goes crazy. Nuts. They're going crazy. <laughs> and it's like, what the, what's going on here? So I get into the net. I don't even think they had another shot on net. Really? And Keep the, the guys just took it over and they won the game for me. It was unreal. And then that was after I found out it was the 300 victory and the fight with Patrick. So that is a very memorable game now <laughs> for me. <laughs> Well, so there's a lot of stuff that comes full circle. You get to the final in 86. It's Patrick, the rookie in Montreal at that point. And then it's that incredible rivalry when you're in Detroit and he's in Colorado. And, and Trevor Kidd chased you from two different jobs as well, if you can walk <laughs> us through that as well, which is yeah. uh, like almost a decade apart, I want to say. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, the one in Florida, he was hurt and they brought me in. Okay. And uh, I don't know if he ever really came back. After that injury, Pretty much done, and yeah. he was drafted here. Was yeah, he was drafted here, yeah. and he, he was very highly touted and everything like that. And they just handed him the here you go, kid. Here's the job. Yeah. It well, you know, I was just kind of shocked, but it's whatever. Where the goes game on. goes, yeah. I was happy to go to Detroit. Move on. <laughs> um, not to dwell on sad stories, but you win that cup. Is that not the the accident? Is days yeah. afterwards? So, yeah, it's you know you're. You're at such a high and uh, we're, we're at a golf, just the group of us, yeah. only the players. And we do the right thing in taking limos and go do this and enjoy the day. And a, a couple of the Russian players, uh, Fatisov and uh, Manatsa Konov, the masseuse uh, and uh, Connie. And it's, uh, they don't like golf. Right, so they said, "Can we go? Yeah, we'll see you at dinner tonight. Take a limo and leave." And then we finished the rest of the nine holes, and we're just about to get into the limo. We're leaving the, the restaurant, and Stevie gets a call and sits us all down and tells us, and it just everything ended. Killed it all. Yeah. yeah. So it just and all our and all we could think about was the boys. So it was. Uh, it was, it was it was a tough thing. I I saw Connie this uh, November at her twenty uh, fifth anniversary, and he's doing well. He's doing. He knows who I am, and uh, he, he's he's actually doing quite well. His daughter was there, and, and things, and it was just great. Um, the Red Wings have taken care of him. He is uh, he's so loved in uh hockey town it's unreal so he's he's doing quite well and loved and respected all around the game i mean he was one of those oh, guys that you just were cringing to have to play against he was only 170 pounds 80 pounds and he really? used to run lindros like there was no tomorrow anybody he was he was fearless and you he never said a word he was very quiet he just hey vernie this yeah. he was just did his job and everything was just he was he was unbelievable player oh and so it, the I'm, I'm trying to use my memory to do this but the next year you win as well so then i get traded in the because yeah. again my contract 
<laughs> guy wins a con smite, they ship him out of town. So I said to Kenny Holland, I says, well, you guys said if I delivered, you would pay me. We're not willing to pay you, Mike. You're not willing to pay me. <laughs> All right. Well, let me shop myself around. Okay. You can. So my agent and I uh, shopped this around. Did you tell Kenny to F off too? Or just no, no. Kept it to one Kenny, you know what? Kenny and I are good friends, but it's it comes from a higher yeah. echelon. You know that, and I know that. So I wasn't going to crucify him over it, but uh, and that was fine. Uh, had to be somewhat surprising, though. Ah. You had Osgood. Was right? there They've had Osgood the since yeah. day one, and they thought I was going to take Ozzy's number, 30, because I was 30. I'm going, no, Chris, that's your number. <laughs> I, I'll take 29. I'm fine with that. And Chris and I have a very good rapport, yeah. even to this day. So, no, I was I'm happy they were giving the reins to him. He deserved it, too. He did his time in the minors. He's played a few years in the National Hockey League and things like that. And uh, obviously, you know, salaries, uh, they had big payrolls. They have big players they wanted to keep. Big. Yeah, And I wasn't big. So they get rid of the little guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to negotiate a deal with uh, San Jose. Why did you choose my... there, or did it come out of nowhere, or did you have it a? Did, did no, you it just at the end of the year organically found it. Yeah. That's what, and uh, my agent was working the phone, and surprisingly, we beat Philly four straight, and with all the goalie trouble they had there, they weren't even interested. Mm. And now I was that is shocked. actually an interesting take on it because yes, they're a great team, but they couldn't get goaltending, and yeah. So then I go back in history when I. Back in 80, early 85, was it, when Pelly Lindbergh yeah. passed? Philly phoned Cliff. We want Vernon. <laughs> Cliff wouldn't trade me. It was just, you know, and then I just kind of reflect back on this. You were interested once, no more, and yeah. I just beat you four straight? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it, it, it worked out well. I went to San Jose. I loved it there and went on. Who's running things there? Who's coaching? I'm trying to remember. Was Daryl coaching? Big D. Big D was coaching oh. by then? <laughs> Daryl was coaching then. So I you're... think he, he drank probably eh, five or six pots of coffee every day. Jeez, it was really? just vibrating. Yeah. Like it, was, it was something. But, no, it was good. We had good teams there, and we built good teams there. And it was – and Dean Lombardi was the, the general manager. And, uh, no spot I to was, play. It was, I was disappointed to get traded out of there. Um, that came about because Daryl, very similar, three years later, comes up to me and goes, Your Steve Shields was the other goal and he was playing a lot and good. But the second part of the year, Daryl's like, You're going to start playing more and you're my guy. And I'm like, Okay, good. I feel good. Same feeling I had with the Red Wings. I'm like liking this. And, uh, I'm in St. Louis. We're in St. Louis and I'm supposed to play and I get traded and I know I'm getting traded because they called and asked and all that stuff now. So Daryl comes and knocks on the door, my hotel room and uh, goes, I guess, you know why I'm here? I says, I have an idea. He says, can I come in? I says, sure. Sits down. He goes, I can't believe he's trading you. We're going into playoffs with a rookie goaltender. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just said, and it was Shieldsy? Yeah, Shields. And then he played that year and never played again. So I said to, I said to Daryl. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. 
For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, I said, you know what? I'm surprised too. I was hoping to stay. I was hoping that this wasn't going to happen because I had a really good feeling like I did with the Red Wings. And uh, they had a good team. We had a great team. And then also Dean traded Ragnason to Philly yeah. and he was a solid defenseman too really solid defenseman and uh years after run into uh, Dean Lombardi when he was in uh, LA with Daryl I ran into him in uh Phoenix at a hotel bar that they were staying in I was there <laughs> and so we we're talking and uh, Dean Lombardi said my biggest regret was trading you two guys that year I shouldn't have done that because we had a good team and yeah, it's, what it's was funny the how this game Do you goes. even know what the return was? Like, what, oh, what? it was, who was that guy? Uh, it was uh, the guy from the Rangers. There was a three-way trade. Guy from the Rangers he came over. Florida. He was a, like a third-line player. It's time to discover or rediscover the legendary St. Eugene Golf Resort and Casino. Planning a golf trip, a romantic getaway, or maybe just some tranquility away from the city. St. Eugene is the answer. Hotel, championship golf course, casino, spa, restaurants, all of it nestled in the spectacular Rocky Mountains and just minutes outside of Cranbrook, BC. Visit their website, steugene.ca, and experience the history and heritage of the St. Eugene Golf Resort and Casino. The original Bonton Meat Market opened its doors way back in 1921, and all they've done since then is provide the highest quality product and treat customers like family, the very best AAA Alberta beef, free-range poultry, grain-fed Alberta lamb, milk-fed veal, and fresh Alberta pork. Once again, Bonton was voted the Calgary Consumer Choice Award winner for Best Deli Meat Market. Find them at 28 Crowfoot Circle Northwest or go to bontonmeatmarket.com. You went to Florida. What, what was it like there? And You guys must have just missed. Is that right? He went the year, I got, the year after I got traded. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Florida. They had a good team. Um, Murray. Oh, wow. oh, yeah, and yeah, that's and Terry Murray was the coach. Yeah, I remember. Oh, Dvorak. There it is. Sorry. Okay, guys, we got to play this way. Pav's gonna play that way. Oh, we got to play this way. We're like, going, what? <laughs> and I remember who was it? Oh, it was like Len Berry. Pap, if you just come inside the red line, I think we might have a chance <laughs> of winning this game. Oh, okay, Pav. Maybe the blue line. Come inside our blue line. <laughs> oh, it was funny. But we had a pretty good team. And Pete Worrell, Paul Laus was there. Oh, yeah. We had a tough team. Yeah. Lauser. Oh, yeah. Brett Pete talks Worrell. about Laus all the time. It's one of those names where if, if you if, if you've listened to the show, you'd know him. But if you oh. listen to the same show in a different city, you wouldn't just because you had so much respect for him. Oh, he was one tough boy. Yeah. And solid. Just loved to fight. Yeah. <laughs> and so did Pete. Yeah, big Pete. <laughs> Still down there. My kids, we did the, the NHL alumni versus the Panthers alumni, and we happened to be there. I haven't played it was all star week, right? Yeah, I haven't played a hockey game in eight years. So anyway, we're I go down there, decide to suit up. Was Tinkler around when you yeah, were yeah, Tinkler was there. Tink oh, had yeah. us all set up? My kids had seen Pete chase me around when I was playing in Buffalo, and they saw Pete at the game. They're like, Holy dad, is he big? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's why I was trying to hide. Yeah. And we lost to Jersey that first round. One of the few, like we went to the playoffs in Florida, 95, 96, 96, 97. And then you guys went in 2000. And then it was like lights yeah. out forever. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. They, uh, I think Brian Murray left and 
they were starting the changes. The ownership, ownership James. Heisinger, yeah. yeah. So it was Radic Dvorak. No, there was another. There's a third okay. player. So there were who was the guy from the Rangers? No, no, I really got him. But, Dvorak oh. went to the Rangers. Yeah. Third round pick. But as it well. was another guy that there was three of us that we just okay. did the rotation. Little guy. Um, Not a big guy. Sean O'Connor, no. third rounder to Bark. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. And then you end up back here. I was going to say that. The, oh, there's how the full did I circle. end up here? Well, again, my contract. <laughs> and we're negotiating with uh, Brian Murray, and everything's, I'm assuming, going really well. And then the next thing I know, uh, you get traded to Minnesota. I go, what? <laughs> I phone my agent. I get traded to Minnesota. Doug Risebrow's in Minnesota. There is no way in hell I'm playing that. Zero chance. Like, this, there's something up. I go, Larry, find out what's going on. And the next thing you know, I get traded to Calgary. Oh. Uh, and Craig Button was here. So, anyway, I come back to Calgary. Full circle. Two years. And then I pack it in. And it was time. Time to pack it in. The body oh, yeah. knew. The mind knew. Every, yeah, everything. There, there was just, not a confusing. Just know. It was just like, oh, boy. No, I yeah. knew it was... Uh, it was it was time to uh it was tough coming back here and playing uh the team was in shambles still a bit yep. um don hay was the franchise don hay was the new coach and uh rookie general manager nothing against those guys but it was it was a tough scenario and uh yeah and then it was, was my Theo mother was still here when you came back no he was no, gone. He was. Gone. I feel like it was ninety-eight ish. He would have been yeah. gone. Everybody, you would have seen everybody was gone. Jerome. Was Jerome was here. Jerome's fifty-one, fifty-two goal season. You would have seen. Yes. In Detroit, I think he scored that one. Yeah. The big. One. I was here with Jerome. Yeah. Can you talk about because that happened at a time that wasn't supposed to happen? I think the next high scoring guy was like thirty-seven goals or forty-one. Like he he lapped the field that year in goals, and it was not a deep team. This was not no. playing with stars. Jerome was in beast mode. Yeah, it's we didn't have a, a great team, but we we still weren't bad. But you know, we you weren't had very a, good. Either. Yeah, I know, but we had a pretty decent power play. And, yeah. and Jerome got a lot of his points on the power play, but he, you know, he's a good solid player, like yeah. he always was. Savard, Valbury, and Savvy always set him up. Like Savvy was a good centerman. Like he yeah. talented to get nothing for him. The great Savvy story. When I get traded here, he's at the other end of the dressing room. I'm in the far corner. He goes, Mike, looking at your stats, you've let in 2,000 goals. <laughs> That's a lot of goals. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, Savvy, shut up. Shut up. And to be fair, that was 21 years after you got drafted when you when you called a quiz. That's incredible. <laughs> I just laughed when I just like, oh, for the love of God. <laughs> yeah, he's a funny kid, too. Doing well as a coach right now. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to ask you, it's kind of topical only because they're talking about another new rink. You go from the corral oh. into the saddle dome. dome. Was it like, oh, like. Oh, that was yeah. heaven. Yeah. It was like the, one of the nicest rinks in the bit, league. Yeah. Right. At that time. 21,000 back in the yeah. day. Yeah. And we'd fill it. And it was awesome. Right. And, uh, and then it just wore itself out. Right. It's just, <laughs> time you know, gets, I guess time it doesn't happen up. when you, ha it doesn't help when you have a flood and there's water to oh. about the 13th or 14th mm -hmm. floor, you know, yeah, 13 rows of seats were underwater for that yeah. flood in 2013. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, I think we were all looked a lot better 40 years ago. Like the saddle homes just like us, right? Maybe. <laughs> well, they quietly tore down the, the corral and I think it was, oh, it was over COVID because I would do, me and a couple of buddies would do these long walks and I was walking and they were tearing the thing down and I was kind of sad because I had a lot of memories in that yeah. building too. So the Hitman went in and played a series, a series of games in there that last year the crowd was open and they wore all the old jer jerseys, oh, yeah. the Wranglers jerseys, the Calgary Cowboys amongst others. And so it, it got a bit of a send off, but I mean, it was a very unique building. Like what would it hold? Six, 7,000 for NHL yeah. and the boards, like both benches oh. on opposite sides of the ice. There was some weird stuff at that ring. Well, the boards were high and they were, in concrete 
yeah. and the glass was low. Like, like it was it ridiculous. Was concrete yeah. was up to here on the boards. Like as like, high as the. Yeah. Oh yeah, and guys would separated shoulders Ooh. all the time. Ugh. Like it was crazy. Yeah. And the opposition team didn't like going into the corners too often. <laughs> no, that's fair. Some of those teams, I get it. I get it. New GM of the Calgary Flames also got traded to the the organization that year. Do you remember Craig Conroy coming in on yeah. the Flames? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pertinent. Connie. Oh yeah. Like they they were, you know, they still a good team. Freddie Bratherwaite was the other goalie. Yeah. He was hilarious. Yeah. People I, love Freddie. Oh, yeah. Freddie was a good. I had a lot of good. insight to that team because my good friend Clark Wilm was there, Jason yeah. Weaver. Oh, yeah. So I was always being kept abreast of what you idiots were up to. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was quite funny. Yeah. There was, there was a funny story of Freddie Brathwaite and I, and uh, after a game we lost, I played and I wasn't too excited, but we go down to, I, I don't know, it was Rodney's now, but it was, I don't know what it was called, some bar there on 10th. The drink or something like that. Or something. Mansion, so we yeah. just went there and had a couple of drinks. And I wasn't really in the mood, so I just took off and went home. And uh, some of the boys proceeded to go out, and I get a phone call the next morning. Yeah, come on in. Uh, we want to talk to you. The general manager, assistant general manager, I think it was at the time. Anyway, so I go in and go to the office. What's going on? He says, oh, uh, I heard you were uh, you were seen at the uh, Hells Angels uh, house. <laughs> I go, pardon? Yeah, we, uh, the cops have reported. They phoned us and told us they saw you there. I'm like, really? I says, well, I wasn't there. I went to the drink and I went home. <laughs> if, if but anyway, is- if that's what you think I did, then I guess I did that. But I no, I didn't do that. So... If this shit's going to start again yeah. up, because that's what I left kind of the other time, as things like that were happening. So I just got up and I just walked out. And then I sat down in my stall and Freddie's stall's right next to me. And he comes and say, hey, Vernie, how you doing? I'm like, what's wrong, Vernie? I says, I don't know. I don't know, Freddie. I says, I just got called up into the management office and they're accusing me of being at the Hells Angels hangout last night. Because I didn't see you there. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, what? They got the wrong goal. They right mistaken <laughs> me. You, what? You need better detectives. Guys. I go, oh, my God. <laughs> These guys, they better get their eyes checked. <laughs> Oh, we howled over that one. That was a good one. He loved to laugh, too. Freddie oh, loved that one. He was great. Outdoor dental. Dentistry with no needles, no drills, and no stress. Dr. Jay Patel decided a few years ago that it was time to change the dental experience for his patients. Introducing the Solea Laser. This laser treatment is pain-free, will leave you feeling relaxed and comfortable. In addition, the laser is used to treat sleep apnea by increasing the tension of the soft palate to reduce snoring. In just two 15-minute treatments, you could be getting the amount and quality of sleep that you've been missing out on. Visit their website for more information and to book a consultation, outdoor.dental. That website again, outdoor.dental. The word is out. Madrose Pub in Royal Oak has become one of Calgary's best pubs, and it's no secret why. 20 beers on tap, kid-friendly Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, daily specials, lunch specials, some of the best food you're going to find in the city, period. Burgers, pastas, steaks, full entrees, and proud to serve one of the best and most talked about pizzas in Calgary. Summer's here. Come enjoy the brand new patio. Check out their website. Maybe order some takeout. Madrose.pub is the website. 15 Royal Vista Place is the address. It's Madrose Pub. So you're really involved with the alumni now. You mentioned 11 guys from that cup team. You also got a bunch of the 04 crew that Rhett's a part of and some other guys sprinkled in, guys from other teams. Uh, what does that mean to you to be involved with the alumni and, and maybe what? just highlight what, <laughs> what, what it's like, that camaraderie when you're done playing? One, I'm not a big part of it Okay, because there's other guys that, do a lot of work in it. Like Dana Merzen over the years, Colin Patterson, uh, Otto, Lanny, all these guys have, and we've passed the torch on to uh, Rhett Warner, or not <laughs> Rhett, we passed it on to uh, Robert Regeer and uh, Mike Commodore now, and they've done a great job. And it's just, 
a great tournament. It's it's like family out there. You you know all the groups pretty much, and yeah. the same groups keep coming back. And it, it's I'm getting a sense that there's more people wanting to show up to this now. So uh, I'm going to have to pound the pavement more and get a few more guys out there. But it's a great tournament, great causes. Uh, you tee off at nine, you're you're at home by six. Five well, or what, six. The other so thing, it's good. people want to go now because we've broken the weather contract. Because for a few years there, it was re relentlessly snowing and raining and cold and miserable. And you, I remember the oh. one year, I think we hit a tee shot and went right back to the clubhouse. <laughs> Thank you very much. Exactly. That's enough. So it's, uh, and it's at Prentice and Johnny Wilson does a great job out there. And uh, it's a great golf course. It's a, it's a great afternoon and uh, great sponsors, great people. What's keeping you busy? A lot of different things. Yeah. Uh, Kids are starting I, to get older. National and kinda... Neon, yeah. uh, a sign company. I work there. So anybody that needs signage, uh, phone me up. Room in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I do that. Uh, and I do a few other little projects. I have my development out in uh, Painted Ridge, uh, .ca, out in uh, the Kootenays, or out in the East Kootenays on Columbia Lake. Kind of so, by Canal Flats, is that right? Yeah. Uh, we've got some lots for sale. If any of you guys uh, like that area and come on out, it's uh, quite lovely. And I ran into you a couple of weekends ago and you were like kid free, you and your <laughs> wife. And you looked at each other and you're like, we have no kids with us. Like, I was, we, were, we were getting a kick out of you. <laughs> with, you with and your brother-in-law and they got uh, six kids, kids over there. They're, they're playing baseball. And that's just, my wife and I looked over. Remember those days? Yeah. Do we miss them? Yeah, you do. Because it was fun. Our kids, we had a riot, but it was just, we just kicked back and had a glass of wine and laughed at you guys. <laughs> Has it been an adjustment? You do. You go through the ringer. You're playing hockey. You're raising kids. And blah, blah, all of a sudden, they're starting to move on. And you're looking. Like, I know my brother's kids are both going to be out of the house come fall. Wow. And there's going to be an empty nest. And it's like, what do we do now? Wait, what? <laughs> well, my wife has a design company. Uh, she does a lot of building and things like that. She started it bunch of years ago and she seems to be very busy with it yeah. and i'm a little busy and it's golf season so it's uh it works out well i got the three boys home for the summer right now good. uh which is good and hopefully we'll get out and play a little golf but they're working yeah. and it's you know it's tough to drag them and come on let's go up to the yeah. cabin but we'll get up there for a few weekends and things like that do you but do you do you wreck i don't know what the word i'm looking for recognize and relish knowing that those times might be coming less and less spent together. Do you know what I mean? Well, none of my kids are in a hurry to get married. They're still so there's no grandkids <laughs> going to be coming soon. There's that's for sure. Much to my wife's chagrin, but it's, uh, it's just a circle of life right now. We're enjoying, uh, the time and our kids are moving on. Uh, I had one just graduate from Colorado college this year. A so goalie, no less. The, the goalie. Yeah. And we're uh, hoping to get him, in the pro ranks somewhere playing hockey next year. He wanted, he'd love to go play and uh, give it a couple. Well, give call Risebrow. <laughs> What's that? Call Risebrow. See if you can get. Yeah. Well, he's got to work somewhere. Eh? Uh, thank goodness. He's no longer in the game. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll just see what happens from there. And then uh, the other two boys are at Dalhousie and going to school. So Life it's all good. good. And they're, good. Uh, it's just, and my daughter's in Toronto. She's been launched for about, three or four years and doing well. And so it's all good looking. I, we're looking forward to stampede week. Very good. We got a big group coming in. My daughter comes in with a bunch of her friends and Matt and his girlfriend. And Oh yeah. That's, we got a big crew coming in for this. Just stampede. Do the circus so tent, eh? I'm a, a very big promoter around uh, North America, about the stampede, I, <laughs> I tell people all the time and my kids, friends, you got to experience this just once. It's the funnest time you'll ever have. Last one for me, just looking back, we talked about a lot. It's been a lot of hometown, a lot of, you know, other major markets, two cups. Like, what do you look back and relish? Are you really proud of or something you're like, if people want to remember one thing, I'd love to remember that. Wow. One thing. It's hard to pick one. It is hard. Well, you yeah, got two cups. It's hard to pick and... one. I just, you know what? I'm just proud of my career. I, 
I'm a small guy. I probably, you know, a knock here or there, but I, I, I hope to think that I was a competitor and, you know, I played 18 years in the national hockey league. I, I just, my career, I'm happy with it. And I hope people are respectful happy and respectful of it yeah. too. And, uh, it wasn't easy. It never is <laughs> yeah. to play in this crazy game. It's uh, it takes a lot, mental fortitude and uh, thick skin and uh, a lot of determination. So it's uh, I'm proud of my career. I'm looking at the all-time wins list, Rhett. It goes Dominic Hasek at 15, who might be the best goalie of all time. Mike Vernon at 16, Jonathan Quick at 17. I mean, your wins total. 16th all time that is yeah. impeccable that's good i like that it's i'm glad i'm just in that group i'm in the top hundred yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've played against a lot of good goaltenders you know it's hey grant freer my whole life i till this day i think grant was probably the best goalie that played unfortunately i never got to see glenn hall yeah okay. i've heard and he was my goalie coach for nine years and never came on the ice once with really? me. Really? Okay. It was all up here, huh. the talking and things like that. But Grant Fuhr was probably the best goalie that uh, I think that I think he's the top dog. I know Hashik, he was a great goaltender too, but I Grant had done a lot of great things and uh, he was phenomenal. I played against him in junior and watched him. And I learned a lot from him, but uh, he was a great one. What are you hoping Craig Conroy does with this squad this year? You know, I just, I think he's got a good mind for the game. And I think that he kind of knows what the strengths and weaknesses of the team are right now. And uh, I think he'll look forward to the draft. And I think that he's, uh, I think you'll see him start building up the middle of the ice. Uh, a lot of teams, they, they look at the middle of the ice and they start building from there. I can always turn a centerman into a winger, but I can't turn a winger into a centerman. So it's, I think that he'll, he'll probably take his time and really, you know, do his homework. But uh, right now he's got to get the right coach for the team. And I think he has an idea what he wants. Um, and he just going to probably uh, interview a bunch of them and go from there. But uh, he he has his opinions and things like that. And I'm sure he'll, he's got the green light to do whatever he wants. So I'm looking forward to watching and uh, criticizing and <laughs> applauding. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> know, what? And observing Connie's got thick skin. So he's, you know, you're always doing things for a reason and the public might not understand that. Uh, they might not understand the salary caps. They might not understand what he has in the minors that is coming up. So yeah. you got to, there's a lot of jostling that goes on. It's a, you know, realistically, I, I don't know if his wife's going to be excited because they, they don't have a lot of dining time in the summer. <laughs> oh, cool. Like yeah. you'd be lucky to get a two week vacation mm -hmm. in the summer. Ooh, and it's, it is a, it's a tough, tough position. And uh, hopefully he just surrounds himself with some good people that he can bounce stuff off of and, and make his decision. That's Cliff Fletcher was a master at that. Mm. He had Al McNeil in there. Mm. He always had guys that he could talk to. And uh, then he would go and make his own decisions and things like that. But uh, no, he's a level-headed guy. He's not, I don't think he, he'll do things emotionally or anything like that. It's, he'll, he'll, he'll think it through. Betway, bet of the daytime, guys. It's Pinder here, and I'm looking again at NFL futures where, yeah, Patty Mahomes, of course, is going to be a favorite to have the highest total of passing yards in the NFL this season. But I'm looking for a little more value. How about down at 10 to 1, Josh Allen, the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, they're airing it out. That's an offense built around passing the ball. 10 to 1 for Josh Allen to win the passing yardage title. I like that one. That's my Betway bet of the day. Make sure you get the app. Play responsibly, bet the responsible way, bet way. Thanks for your time. It's been really hey, fun. Anytime, I love running guys. into you. And it's just like, it's some Calgary royalty. The fact that like, so <laughs> much is. of your life's been here. And, and to look at what you achieved even after an incredible decade in Calgary, like uh, amazing career. Well, 
Thanks. It was, it was fun. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's something that I can always reflect back on. It makes me smile, but it's funny. My kids don't know a lot about the past because they were too young or weren't yeah. born at the time. Yeah. So when we were <laughs> over, over uh, the uh, COVID, my wife taught us to play that Mahjong game. Oh, yeah. So we'd have dinners and I had all the kids home, but they'd always have the reruns on. That's so right, I'd always yeah. play, have the TV with the reruns on. We're playing Mod. We're always look, looking <laughs> up. And they oh, my God, Dad, your equipment. It was awful. Come on, guys. are slow. There's what no kind advertising of on the boards. It's like, what is going on? So it was good fun. Thanks. Appreciate you, Mike. Any whole and I, and I think I speak for everyone. The whole city appreciates you. You've been one of the, an ambassador to the game and to the town. So. Yeah. Well, well we can always do more, but uh, thanks. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.